was the greatest. Oh. <laughs> There's no way in hell that picked up. No, it's not. It was way too quiet. Oh, but. that was awesome. It was dead silent. We just heard Nick gurgle. <laughs> that was sexy. It was the gushes. Nick, can I ask you how your week went, but I actually saw you this week. Yeah, we were at Bro's. I, yeah, I really see you. If you uh, listen to our last episode, you'll uh, know that Bro was there. You better have listened to our last episode. This is a follow-up. It's not a follow-up. But um, every episode's a follow-up to my personality. To your life. But yeah, the uh, yeah, I saw you this week, which is pretty great. Hey, dude, fucking look over there. Oh, you put you printed out. A I copy didn't of, print it out. Who, who printed out a copy of uh, My Immortal? My friend, but I have a copy. I know in past episodes we talked about the really bad fan fiction. I did a dramatic reading of My Immortal, uh, and someone printed out the entire thing. Now I need you to look at that and think that one time, that was a mighty tree that spent literal decades growing to the point that it could be cut down and harvested to have. The worst fucking thing ever printed on it. Yeah, that's it, it's heartbreaking every time I look at it. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, that was uh, that was a tree once, and, and now it's. It that. was a mighty oak. <laughs> it was a mighty oak, and now it just has the worst fucking thing ever on it. So yeah, it's it's really depressing every time I look at it. But every now and then I, I flip through it just because it's the worst fucking thing ever. Every now and then. Beautiful. Nothing is quite as good as your singing now. Thank you. Um, that was maybe our worst cold open ever. <laughs> I mean, last week was our best, so this week be <laughs> yeah. our worst. Yeah, I, I just feel like we're we're coming in the coming in the wake of probably our best cold open ever, and, and now we're just sitting here like I, I didn't do shit this week. I, I didn't have a fun life. Like I, I saw you, I guess, but like. All we did was go to Newberry Comics and Chick-fil-A with bro. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, it was a blast because it, it, it's with you guys, but I don't think that it was the most exciting moment of my life. We went to Whiskey Republic last week after we recorded. That was pretty fucking exciting. Yeah, because you finally got to go. Ah, dude. So if you don't know the New England area, Whiskey Republic is a bar in Providence, Rhode Island that is owned by the Dropkick Murphys, which is a Irish punk band. Uh, they also own a bar in Boston because they originate from Boston, but they own the Whiskey Republic. And I wanted to go for my 21st birthday, and I went for the first time last week, and I'm 24. So <laughs> you can see that I never went. But it was actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it was really nice in there. Yeah, I think I haven't been in a bar that nice in forever. So Yeah, same. Probably. And then the next day, I went to another bar that was not nearly as nice, and bro and I spent the entire time talking about how nice the Whiskey Republic was. Oh, yeah, so, you guys went to that... Uh... We went to that quote-unquote speakeasy bar. I have a real problem with fucking bars lately. Um, not the wrapping bars, the drinking bars. Well, they're all the same, really. I... They they call it a speakeasy bar, so I'm thinking, oh, cool, we're going to get like this cool 1920s Prohibition-era style going on. Nope. Just a bar. They call it the speakeasy bar. Like, fuck you. I drove 40 minutes there. That's clickbait. Fuck you. Yeah, that's clickbait. That is real life clickbait. Although I did have some of the best food I've had in my life there. Yeah, really? What did you get? I had lobster grilled cheese. The actual hell. And it was the best. I legitimately would go back for the food, but I would not go back for the atmosphere. 
I'd rather go to the Whiskey Republic. Fair enough. And also the Whiskey Republic's like 10 minutes away. They had good food too. <laughs> yeah. They had pretty solid food too. But uh, rather than talking about bars that are local to Rhode Island, um, we are Navi Tales. We are a video game lore podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And today we are going to be talking about Pokemon lore. Part three. We are going to be doing the real world parallels between Pokemon and their the mythology in our world. Uh, if you've listened to our first episode, you know that's what we did our first episode on. We've done a second episode since then. And now we are on the third episode. Uh, we're still tackling legendaries with uh, mythical Pokemon, which are Pokemon that are essentially myths within the world of Pokemon. I've said Pokemon a bunch already. I'm already tired of saying that word. I, um, fuck. What was I going to say? Yeah, we're doing mythicals. They're they're pretty much the considered the rarest of all of the Pokemon. You usually don't get them in game. You usually get them through events. That's you, what I was gonna you say. Go to your, <laughs> you go to your local game store. You pick up a code. Are you? They used to you used to be able to just walk in the store and get it off their Wi-Fi, um, which I thought was cooler than getting a piece of paper. Which like we all like Nick always gets whenever he goes into the fucking GameStops. I feel every time I'm going to GameStop with you. Oh, there's an event going on. I gotta get the code. <laughs> I mean, I'm there. Might as well. <laughs> so, uh, uh, just like the last time, we're gonna go walk through it by generation. Yes. Uh, and it just works easier that way. Uh, having been the one to write this, I think the mythical Pokemon are boring. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, dive deep into this shit, trying to find, like, cool shit, but, like, just kind of ended up being boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're as cool as, like, the main legends. No, not at all. I And, like, part of me thinks that some of the, the regular ones are more interesting, which, I mean, there's 800-something Pokemon at this point, and there's a lot of real-world parallels between them. We, we definitely, this won't be the last episode of this. Yeah. Like, whenever we're feeling it, we'll, we'll do this, but... Yeah, so and and as fans, uh, people who like Pokemon, uh, it's it's always kind of fun to dive into these. So uh, we'll begin with Generation One and Mew, who is the only mythical Pokemon of that generation. He is found under the truck, next to the the what is it? The SSN. <laughs> yep. Uh, you have to know an uncle who works at Nintendo <laughs> to be able to get to it. Uh, mine does, so I can get a Mew, but so, so I can't it, get so you So does a mine. Yeah, we both have Mews, but... Yeah, my uncle Nintendo got me it. <laughs> <laughs> we literally... You know, we're on. Through, through all my research, I didn't know that uh, Nintendo didn't know that Mew was in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had no idea that he was programmed into this game... Secretly. Yep. Which is pretty fucking cool. Can't do that nowadays, can ya? No. I mean, I guess they're called Easter eggs now, but they're usually bullshit, not cool like an entire Pokemon. Well, like, every game that comes out now is the entire decks is leaked before the game even comes <laughs> yeah, out. Fucking. Yeah, you're right about that, so. Uh, Mew, design-wise, is based on an embryo with how you look at it. I mean, it looks like a cat, sure, but uh, it, it's very inspired by an embryo. Uh, being the origin of all Pokemon, the, this makes sense. Uh, an embryo has all the potential for life, while Mew itself also has all the potential for anything as far as a Pokemon's concerned. Uh, the design of Mew could be based on the recapitulation theory. This theory is that the development of an embryo from fertilization to gestation goes through stages resembling its ancestors, which would make sense with Mew being the ancestor of all Pokemon. Yeah. So, uh... 
Yeah, I can literally learn like every move in the game. Um, and it's it's supposed to have the DNA of every living Pokemon the, in it. The worst thing is every time I get a Mew, HM slave. <laughs> every yeah. time the yeah, po- happens. poor thing becomes an HM slave because I get six slots of HM on it. Six? Three. Four? I don't care. There you go. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, so so next we're going to Gen 2, um, and the only one there is Celebi. Um, so before we talk about its appearance, we're going to talk about more about its abilities. Uh, Celebi is known for its time travel powers, which is, seems to be based on Shinotism. Shintoism. Shintoism. Um, Shintoism is traditionally... Uh, is a traditional religion of Japan that is focused on bridging the present day with the ancient past. Essentially, this is what uh, Celebi physically does. Um, there was also like a, I think it was like Soul Silver. There was like an event. If you had Celebi, you could go back in time and fight Giovanni or something like that. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. Um, <clears throat> it also focuses on uh, natural phenomenon that help with that bridging, which is where the nature aspect of Celebi comes in. Um, Celebi's like also, like very related to like forests, like it's it has its own forest that it's called, it's with like, a shrine that yeah, it has. It's the forest guardian. Yeah. Uh, Celebi appearance appearance wise is loosely based on the European design of fairies, and more likely based on the Japanese kodama. Uh, kodama are nature spirits that live in trees. Uh, that were the weird ghost face things in the movie Princess Mononoke. 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 Please get this right. Oh, excuse it's me. not that fucking hard. It's Mononoke. You didn't even say it right. I know. I always thought Selby was cool. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking pissed. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to butcher these fucking words. Wait until we get to the Hawaiian ones. You're going to be pissed. (laughs) I... Uh, Megan is a huge anime fan and also lived in Hawaii for a period. Oh, good. <laughs> so she's going to be triggered. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I've, Celebi, I, has, I've always thought it was interesting because I, I got a real thing for time travel. Um, I don't know what it is, but I, I had no idea about this Shintoism thing. And it's basically, Celebi physically embodies just that, which I thought was fucking awesome. Uh, it's, I, I've, I'm sure it resonated more with Japanese audiences, but I wish they'd played that up more in American. That'd have been really fucking cool. Wait. Cool. Um. I mean, yeah, that's the thing with these, with these monsters, because they're not in-game things. Like, you don't get them in-game, you get them through, like, like I said, codes or whatever. They don't do much with them. I mean, they do more and more as it goes on. Like, yeah. Like, you have, like, the Arceus events and stuff. Wait, this is an interesting question. I was going to wait for Arceus for that. Arceus or Arceus? It's, I think it's technically Arceus. I think it is Arceus in England. I think it's Arceus here. Because I was looking it up, and the, the vo- one of the voice actors for the anime decided that as a choice for European audiences, because he was from Europe... But I think that it, it the soft C resonates more with an American audience. So I think that it's literally just how we pronounce things. Mm-hmm. I think they're both right. Well, my my I think I've 
now I don't remember because it's been a while since I've heard them say the name in the anime, but I'm pretty sure they say Arceus in the anime. And, and, and I think also, it's because of that European thing. And it also the the Mon from Gen Seven, uh, Silvali, is supposed to, is like kind of based off Arceus, where it has. Um, I forget what they are. They're like drives or something. Something you attach to it and it changes its typing. Oh, I remember this. Keep and going. It, and, it's a, and its ability is called RKS system. Like the letter R, the letter K, the letter S. And it sounds like Arceus. Okay. It's going to be hard, but I'll try to pronounce it Arceus. <clears throat> I mean, you can say it however you you're, want. You're the one throwing lore at, my, at me on our lore podcast. Yeah, dude, I got you. I'll do Arceus. <laughs> Fuck it. I guess I'm beat. So. Coming at you with the knowledge. Uh, in Gen 3, we actually have two uh, mythical Pokemon, uh, the first being Jirachi. Uh, Jirachi is the Wish Pokemon, and it comes as no surprise that Jirachi is based on a star appearance-wise. Theorized that the actual act of wishing on a star dates all the way back to the year at 127 in Greece. Uh, Ptolemy, the peace silent. You might have to say Ptolemy again later. I, I understand that the peace silent. Uh, Ptolemy, the Greek astronomer, who said, uh, said that sometimes the gods peer down at us, and when that happens, stars will slip through. It's an indication of the gods paying attention to us, so that's when you would ask for something. So, that didn't start with Disney, which is what I expected when I googled that. <laughs> um, uh, it started with the Greeks all the way back in almost the year 100. So, uh, it's it's a long-standing tradition. I just knew that everyone knows that when you see a shooting star, you wish. Uh, so, that's the, the earliest fuck I could find for that. Um, so, Jirachi's obviously the wish Pokemon based on wishes. Uh, Jirachi may also be based on the concept of Jenner Genies, which fucking... Everything is because no one's creative in the wikis I used. They're always like, it's based on a gin or a genie. And I'm like, I'm not buying that. Yeah. So I wrote it down there just in case you, you were interested in it. But um, this is one of the ones where like, eh, maybe not. Eh, I'm not buying it. And then uh, Jirachi is also connected to the real world festival in Japan known as Tanabata, which I don't know shit about. It, it it was like something like they celebrate like these two these two gods from like the stars who like get to like meet with each other every once in a while and then this is what they celebrate but it's like the thing was like um they they write wishes on paper which the paper is oh, on yeah. it's Jirachi's got the, head yeah it's got like, the ribbons on Jirachi's head yeah, yeah that's... you're supposed to write your wishes on it and the, the, I think it's like the same thing with like Jirachi oh that's actually that's really cool <clears throat> um do you know about the the thing in in the games where like there was like people were like oh if you ha if you get a wish tag item and you go to the the moonstone on the side of the space station like Jirachi will appear. It's kind of like the Mew. I feel like it's like the Mew under the there's truck always, thing. There's always these weird theories in Pokemon for finding things because of the fucking original games. Because like the bullshit you had to go through to actually get Mew in the original game was just that bullshit. So yeah, it, you had to glitch it. You had to. It, it's technically a glitch. It's the, actually the same glitch is missing though. I think. Yeah. Uh, but the the glitch from missing no puts it in slot zero. Uh, the glitch from Mew, which while being the same thing, puts it in slot one fifty one, which is what Mew is. 
So you can actually use that glitch to get any fucking Pokemon. You just need to know what trainer has correlates to what number. Yeah. So like if you, I I know that on a copy of Red once I got all 151 Pokemon on one copy of Red because I was able to get them all, get all the uh, generation or the game exclusive ones through that. So yeah, just a fun fact. But um, yeah, I I think that there's always the bullshit theories and like half of them are true sometimes too. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like some of them are like true. Which I've always liked. Like, originally Arceus was not a Pokemon that I knew anything about. But people were always talking about it. Like, even in-game, like, they talk about, like, the god Pokemon. The Pokemon that created all others. So you end up with something like that. And it's just fucking weird <laughs> that it actually showed up in the game to me. Yeah. Uh, the I'll do... Deoxys too, because it's fucking two sentences. Because he's not interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Deoxys, being the DNA Pokemon, resembles a mix of the structure of DNA and the pop culture concepts of aliens, because he comes from outer space. Uh, its name comes from uh, deoxyribonucleic acid, which is what DNA stands for. It's basically a mutated space virus. Fuck it. There's nothing else. He's De- Deoxys is really not an interesting Pokemon. I like him. I mean, I like him because it's like a because he comes from space. Yeah, but that's I, about it. I like Deoxys because it it's an alien. Yeah, but I don't like his lore is just kind of boring. Yeah, like his real world parallels at least are. Yeah, um, he's got a bunch of forms. Ah, yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Which one do you use? I always use defense. Looks like I... a damn bullet. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Uh, yeah, usually that are, like, normal or attack. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of of Deoxys. I actually was a little bit triggered when they didn't put him in Pokémon Tournament. Yeah, he would be good for that. I feel like that is a Pokémon that would be great for Pokémon Tournament, but just isn't. Yeah. And, uh, I like and that. instead we're getting Blastoise, which is fine, but just not the same. I like that in the end of um, Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby, there was a whole post- post-credit story and it was fucking awesome and it was awesome because you flew into space on With, Rayquaza on, Rayqu- on Mega Rayquaza <laughs> fought Deoxys it was in the space. greatest oh god do more stuff like that please <clears throat> so in Gen 4 we have Manaphy and Fion uh, both of these Pokemon are based off um, off of Sea Angels Sea Angels are really tiny sea slugs that are insanely popular popular in Japanese documentaries um they're notoriously popular in Hokkaido, which is the Sinnoh, which is what the Sinnoh region is based off of, and Gen 4 is in Sinnoh. Yeah, so um, it's no surprise that they put it in I there. feel like people like to argue like these, they aren't mythical Pokemon, but they, they are. Look, we went by the list of mythical Pokemon no, that Bulbapedia gave us. They're like, um, they're like officially. Yeah, and uh, we went by that list, except uh, we added the next one in as well because fuck you. Also, they're like, this is the only mythical Pokemon that can breed. Yeah, and I guess that's why people are so torn on whether it's a legendary or not. Even yeah. a legendary in general, let alone a mythical. Well, the only way, like, if you breed a Manaphy, you get a Fion, but you can't turn a Fion into a Manaphy. Which yeah. is weird. 
It's like it doesn't evolve. It only goes backwards. Yeah, it's so it's a weird Pokemon. They probably, I feel like they should have just done one. They should just give it. A they should have just done Manaphy, yeah, yeah. because Manaphy got its own movie, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They should have just done Manaphy. Whatever. <clears throat> uh, so next we have Cresselia, which uh, technically would have went in our other episode, the one before uh, before this one, our Legends two. Um, but we're gonna talk about it here because it fits better with. I feel like it just fits better. It here. fits better as a mythical Pokemon, and also, uh, Cresselia is the foil to Darkrai. Yeah, and Darkrai's mythical. And Darkrai's considered mythical, so why not? Yeah. So, um, well, first looking at Cresselia, it looks like a swan, um, but and it's actually based off the constellation uh, Cygnus, um, mean um, meaning swan in Latin, uh, and it's one of the forty-eight constellations listed by Ptolemy. Um, it may also be based on the Saramoric Sar Sar Im Enoch. I don't know. I butchered the shit out of that. Uh it it's Filipino. I, I don't know. <laughs> which is a legendary bird in the uh Maranoa culture culture, which is supposed to bring good fortune. Yeah. Which it's... is a which is a good fortune is a foil to Darkrai, because Darkrai, who we're gonna talk about next, um, is supposed to bring like nightmares and it supposed to look like popular depictions of the boogeyman and shadows and has a similar role to the Greek god of dreams, Morpheus. Um, its name is dark mixed with Karai, and uh, Karai is uh, Indian for king, meaning... Did you literally... just say Indian? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the word. That's not what that says. That's not even what I typed. This I isn't on me this time. No, that one was me. Uh, but yeah, this name literally means the King of Darkness. Yeah, it's it's the most metal Pokemon. It really fucking is. And uh, you want to do Shaman and Arceus? Uh, do Shaman and I'll do Arceus. All right. So Shaman um, has two forms. It has a land form and has a sky form. Uh, the land version of Shaman is visually based on a hedgehog, kind of mixed with a chia pet. So it's got... It's got grass and stuff and flowers on its back. It's fucking adorable, let me tell you. <laughs> it really you. is. Um, what a, when when Landform is in bloom, it looks like more like a bouquet than normal. It's got a lot of flowers on its back. Real it's cute. really pretty. It's real cute. Um, and then the sky form looks like a dog-reindeer mix made with flowers and is more in line with the Eurocon- European concept of fairies. Yeah, it's definitely very fairy-like. Oh, yeah. I mean, Shaman's cute. Oh, Sh- Shaman's adorable. Um, So, Arceus. We, we talked a little bit about it, it earlier. Uh, Arceus is um, fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> we have God. Uh, so, Arceus, on a mythological level, is based on the concept of creator deities found in most cultures. Uh, now, there's a couple different creator deities it could have been based on. Uh, the thing on its back looks like the Dharma Chakra, or... Bhavakakra, Bhavakakra, which is the Hindi symbol used to represent reincarnation. Uh, the concept of the first god might be influenced by the Shinto gods Kunito, Kunito Kotachi and... It begins with an A. Um, who summoned, <laughs> see an enemy. Who summoned uh, Izanami and Izanagi to create Japan with the spear. Uh, it may also be reference to uh, Quillen, a Chinese mystical creature. 
Its myth is nearly identical to the cosmic egg found in creation myths of many cultures and civilizations. Uh, Arceus may also represent or be inspired by the Bodhisattva something, who in Buddhism is either pictured with 11 heads and 1,000 arms, the latter of which is mentioned in Arceus's Pokedex entry, or in a white four-armed manifestation, which looks similar to normal type Arceus. Um, Arceus within Pokemon mythos is literally the creator of the universe. Yeah, it said that, and it, it a lot of the, what we said was like, based on what it's used in the game, it said that it, he was literally born in an egg, came to being, and then like made Palkia, Dialga, and Giratina, and then, and then the universe. Palkia, uh, which, Dialga, which, and Giratina created the, essentially used their combined powers to create the universe. Yeah, which that their whole thing, those three in Ar- uh, Arceus, uh, the the story of that with the creating Japan with the spear comes up a lot. And I think we talked about that when we talked about them. Yeah, we talked about that in our first episode. <clears throat> I'd say go listen to it if you haven't already, but like, it's a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think we improve every week, but that one's a bit rough. Um, yeah, so so now we, we hop into Gen 5. Gen 5. This is one of my favorite. Victini is one of my favorites. And I think it's just because I used him for an entire game because you got him, like I think when you bought one of the games, you got a code like in the box. I don't so know, I used him to do the entire thing. But, this is one um, of the gens I skipped because I'm me. Yeah, yeah, you didn't play some five. <laughs> um, so visually, uh, this Pokemon is based off uh, Usagi Ringo, which is a method of cutting apples. Um, I don't know. It, it, I I looked it up. That. I can see why they would say that. It looks kind of like a, it looks kind of like Victini. But, but I think I think the next one makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, it conceptually is based on Nike, the the goddess of victory, because Victini, he's literally the victory Pokemon, and is said that if you have him on your team, you will win no matter what. Yeah, which is exactly what they say about Nike. So it, it doesn't surprise me that. They, they would think that a Victini essentially plays the same role. I've noticed a lot of the mythical Pokemon play roles of Greek gods, weirdly. Um, like, we got, like, Darkrai with Morpheus. We got uh, uh, Meloetta later, who definitely plays the role of a muse. There's a lot of Greek influences. Even, like, the fact that I have to bring up Ptolemy at all. Like, that's a fucking deep cut that only I would bring up because I had to read his fucking book. I... <laughs> Real quick, in college I had to read a book by Pliny the Elder, who's fucking boring, and I could not bitch more about Pliny the Elder. But I went to class and I bitched non-fucking-stop about how boring his books were. Like the man was still alive, and (laughs) it was arguably the most history major thing I've ever done. Like, oh, I want to punch this author in the face? The guy's been dead... Literally thousands of years. You're like, bring him in here right now. (laughs) But I was yelling at him like he was there. It was great. Anyway, Pliny the Elder actually writes some really cool stuff on mythology and uh, folklore. But uh, he can go fuck himself. (laughs) Um, So next we have Keldeo. And uh, visually it's a mix of an an Irish Kelpie, which is a water horse, uh, mixed with a Chinese uh, Karin. Karin or unicorns... uh, are known to walk on water and have backwards horns, and Keldeo's a water type. Yeah. Um, he's also based on D'Artagnan, which is the 
one of the characters from the Three Musketeers because that whole group is based on the I'm Musketeers. I'm so fucking proud of you for pronouncing that right. What, D'Artagnan? Yeah. I know the Musketeers. I have such a problem with French. This is French, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I have such a problem with French, it took me years to pronounce D'Artagnan right. Really? I, w- I think I watched a movie once and I got it. I've never seen it through Musketeers movies. I've oh. only read the book. Maybe that's why. Yeah. But fucking hate the names of all the characters in it because I can't speak French. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, seeing that for the first time, I can understand why that's hard to say. But I think I just, because I've just heard it so many times because I've watched, uh, there's like a Three Musketeers movie that's like halfway decent that I've seen a bunch. There's a couple Three Musketeers movies well, that yeah, are pretty good, pl- apparently. There's a bunch of those, but. I've um, never, I've never seen one. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's 100% true. I think I saw the Disney one, but they called each other Donald, Goofy, and Mickey, so it didn't help. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's literally a world in Kingdom Hearts based off that, because why not? We need to do more Kingdom Hearts lore. <laughs> Future. Uh, so next we have uh, Meloetta, which is based on a muse, which is a Greek being that gave artistic inspiration. Its head, its headpiece resembles a treble clef, and it has two forms, uh, aria and the pirouette form. The aria form is uh, based typically on a singer, uh, even even down to it having a headpiece that looks like a microphone headset. Um, and the pirouette form resembles more of a ballerina with a tutu and its hair up in a bun. And then lastly, we have Genesect, which is based on the insects of the Paleolithic period, which was three million years ago. This, this motherfucker's older than cockroaches. Yeah, it's... apparently. Um, with the augmentations, it re- more resembles the concept of aliens in 50 sci-fi... And the arterial mech mechs that uh, are popular in mech anime and man- and manga, and it was revived from uh, a fossil by Team Plasma and fitted with all these augmentations in an attempt to create the strongest Pokemon ever. I'm just mad I can't turn it into an airplane. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it flies. It like, have you seen like the movie? It like transforms. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, bro and I in college. I walked into the dorm one time and bro just started. He goes, I want to watch Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so we just watched a Pokemon movie. You also put like drives into it and change its like special move. Yeah. It's, like typing. Yeah. Like, from like water, fire, electric. Always been a really cool Pokemon in there. Yeah. So uh, Gen 6, uh, we have Diancy. Uh, Diancy could be based on the Carbuncle a mythical fairy-like creature that was rumored to have a jewel embedded on its forehead. Diancy could also be loosely based on a princess-cut diamond referring to its princess-like appearance. Yeah, it's uh, mega formal, so it looks like a goddamn chandelier. Yeah. Uh, now we got fucking Hoopa. 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 Much like half the fucking mythical Pokemon, Hoopa is very based on the concept of Jenner Genies. Hoopa, however, is based on... Uh, what the djinn supposedly looked like in the story Aladdin. Yeah, this time we're... Yes, this is... This is definitely based on a genie. Yes, this is 100% a genie. Yeah. Uh, however, its unbound form is more based on Shakti, uh, Hindu deities that grew multiple arms. Both forms of Hoopa could also be partly based on the legend of Naza, a deity worshipped in Taoism and Chinese folk religi- uh, religion and commonly referred to as a trickster deity and a worldly protector. Very much like Hoopa Unbound, Naza is depicted holding rings and is sometimes depicted with multiple arms. 
Its ability to use its hoops to transport things may also be based on portals, just in general. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this one is very based on genies. Yeah, super. Uh, this one I buy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they were talking about it with Jirachi, not so much. But this one, definitely. Uh, and then finally, for Generation 6, we have Volcanion. Uh, Volcanion uh, appears to be based on the... Uh, fucking hate these words. Um, <laughs> the Ryukuan uh, Shisha or uh, Kaminu. Um, mythical creatures inspired by lions, tigers, and dogs. Statue of them. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a great joke. This is the kind of comedy <laughs> wow. you come here for. Quality. Yeah. Quality jokes. Statues of them in pairs are used as guardians that invite good spirits and repel evil ones. Uh, its type combo, its signature move, may also be inspired by geysers, like the natural phenomenon. I feel like they wasted this Pokemon. I, know. I feel like they took way too long to release it, and well, they were just like, here you go. And then they moved on to like Gen 7. Yeah. I it, Like, it's a fire water Pokemon. Like, and we got nothing for it. It was just like, here you go. And so it's actually really fucking cool looking too. Yeah, it is. Like it, it's just kind of a forgettable. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, they just like drop the ball on a lot of things. Zygarde. <clears throat> but uh... <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> um. So then we move on to Gen Seven, which is the last Gen to currently at the time of this recording. Um, first we have Magirna. Magirna is based on the Karakuri puppet and a rabbit. Uh, it also may be inspired by a nursemaid, a young woman that took care and looked after children within the community of a large household, having historically worked in medieval castles. The gear around Magirna's head uh, also resembles a maiden's headdress as well as its central body looking similar to similar to a the common wear for a maiden um such as its arms uh looking like long puffed sleeves and the black divide near the end of its gown um quote unquote gown um bearing resemblance to the end of an apron the rabbit ears and the yellow crescents on its body may refer to the moon rabbit legend i'm interested in why that's such a pervasive uh, legend in Japanese culture? Because it's so pervasive that it like is the hardest part of the game in Mario Odyssey. Yeah, like moon rabbits. It's just <laughs> moon rabbits. It's it, it's interesting. Is it because it's an old legend, or is it because it's funny? <laughs> I, I don't. I'm, I'm probably a legend, but maybe both. Uh, I think. This was it was supposed this Pokemon supposed to be man made. It's like a like a man made Pokemon that was made like a really long time ago. You uh you'd know more than I would. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, don't know super a lot. I don't think I watched the movie with this with this <sighs> one in it. Well. What are we fucking doing recording a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Let's watch cartoons made for ten year olds. Should've watched that instead. Uh, next we have Marshadow, which was actually just recently released a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, Marshadow may be based on shadow boxing because it's a ghost fighting type. Uh, it shares traits with night marchers, which are ghosts of ancient Hawaiian warriors, and Menehune. 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 Yeah, that's neat there. Menehune. 
small forest people who live in the forests and valleys from Hawaiian mythology, which again makes sense because we're in Gen 7, we're in Aloha. Yeah, Gen 7's Aloha, which is just basically Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, we have Amon that's, at the time of this recording, not released yet. And yeah, I this honestly f- forgot, it, didn't know it existed until like my friend was like, we were, we were talking about completing the decks and I, I needed something. I was like, oh, do you have this? And he's like, yeah, the only thing I'm missing is is this thing, and then I'm waiting for this mod to come out. And I was like, the hell is that? And he told me to look it up, and I was like, oh, apparently they announced a mod that isn't released yet. Yeah, I I, I gathered that from what I was uh, kind of figuring. Yeah, there's yeah, there's not much on it. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. Uh, but I, So it's, uh, its name is, uh, I honestly don't fucking... Zorora? Zorora? Zorora. Z- hey, tweet at us. Instagram us. Tell us what the fuck this is. It's a Z-E-R-A-O-R-A. Yeah. Zorora is what I'm going to roll with. <laughs> what we're going to roll with. Um, it has a feline appear- appearance that may take inspirations from uh, tigers and servals. Uh It's electric type. Maybe may allude to Kane. Kanakili. Kanakili. The Hawaiian god of thunder, uh, based on its swift movement and uh, slicing up of its opponents, it may also draw inspiration from the Kamaichi, uh, a Japanese yokai or demon that uses sight to cut its bitches up. <laughs> Which was the exact words I used. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's not. We don't know much about it except it's an electric type. So that's kind is, of what we look, kind of what it looks like. So all of that was purely speculation based on its appearance and kind of how it does things, yeah. from what we know. Because um, I don't think we have. We don't. De- we don't have deck entries yet. Uh, if we do, they're data mined, and I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but yeah, those are the mythical Pokemon throughout the Pokemon games. Uh, and like we've said, there's so many fucking Pokemon that have so many real world parallels. We will absolutely do more of these in the future. They're going to be fucking harder, but I'll do them. <laughs> yeah, they'll be harder to, like, break up. These are fairly easy to break up into three three episodes. We might just break them up by generation, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they're pretty fucking cool, though. I, I've always liked that Pokemon does have their real-world parallels. I mean, like, it, it always... I've always loved Relicanth because of its real-world parallel. Yeah, I mean... At the end of the day, wasn't this game made because somebody liked going out and collecting bugs in yep. their in their backyard? So, and you make enough of these things, you got to pull from somewhere. <laughs> We're at like eight hundred and something. Yeah, yeah, that's why we have a Pokemon that looks like keys. I <laughs> everybody makes fun of Klefki, but Klefki was the shit back in Gen Six. <laughs> I used the fuck out of that thing competitively. I don't want to hear it. Oh, I'm still going to make fun of that thing. But, yeah, that, and I mean, we got, like, don't get me wrong, I like AG Slash, but, like, it's just a sword and shield. Yeah, but it's got, like, a soul trap inside of it. Stand by what I said. No, I think AG Slash, I think AG Slash is dope. But, uh, uh, I thought he was dope when I saw his, when I saw Haunage, and I was like, I'm using it! I started, like, a promotional thing, and I was like, I'm, that's in my team. That's it. Really? Because I saw the thing, I was like, that is a dumb-looking Pokemon. I, was, I still use an AG Slash, don't get me wrong, because it's fucking Diesel, but I no, still... I, bu- I saw it, and I was like, 
I was like, it's a ghost. It's a sword with a soul in it, and it's ghost type. I'm like, I'm using the fuck out of that. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 ain't my thing. But, uh, that's all we got for, for Mythical Pokemon, like we like to end every episode. Nick, what you been playing? Buddy, pal, old friend. Buddy, pal. Dearest. I've been playing uh, a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters. How Maybe. you doing on that? Yeah. Fucking shit up yet? Oh, yeah. Kind of. Not really people. I usually get, not, eight out of ten times, I usually get fucked up online. Actually, that's true. I usually... I'll, I'll go, like, getting really fucked up maybe, like, five out of ten times, but the other times I'll either win or put up a good fight. I'll usually lose, but I'll usually put up a good fight. But I've been doing the story, and it's just really fun. Um, you get little... Before every fight, you get little, like, uh, character interactions, depending on who you have on your team, because it's three-on-three. Three. So you pick three characters... Um, and it'll just be like, so like, they'll be like, you'll have Krillin and Gohan and you'll fight, uh, a cloned Ginyu and Krillin, Krillin will make fun of Gohan saying that the great Saiyaman does poses before fighting too. And he's like, Hmm, I wonder if you learned that from the Ginyu force as a child. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's just like great shit like that. And then there's like, I'm doing the, uh, the villains arc right now. So you, you play the, the villains predominantly and, um. There was one where I had Frieza, Cell, and Ginyu, and um, they were like, Ginyu's like, Frieza, why are you working with, with this guy, meeting Cell? And then, like, somebody was like, one of the one of the Ginyu forces was like, oh, just swap bodies with him. And he looked at it, and Cell was like, you can try. And he looks at him, and he's like, nah, I'm not going to do it. He's like, look at him, he's the green and black spots. He looks like a frog. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Frieza goes, what are you talking about? Oh, now I see it. <laughs> Yeah, just the interactions in this game are great. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I should pick it up. I'm not gonna, but I should. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much... That's pretty much all I've been, play I've been playing. Yeah, a little bit of Skyrim. It's <laughs> a little bit of Skyrim. You've been playing a little bit of Skyrim. I see you on there. Yeah, barely. I've been mostly playing fighters. I've been actually... I've been mostly watching Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> I'm, wa I'm watching, like, the current thing that's going on in Japan, because America's behind, like, yeah. usual, but... I think it's like one of the better runs of Dragon Ball period. I believe that. They're doing um the uh, tournament of power which they're taking the top 10 fighters from various universes and doing a battle royale so they're all fighting at once. Oh, that's cool. And it's just and there's like no lull in between. It's just like everybody's fighting at like every episode there's like no filler. Like oh, once the once the tournament starts there's no filler. It's just nice. fighting and it's like great fighting and like more people than Goku get great fights because it's 10 people so yeah. they have Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo, Krillin, Tien, Roshi, 17, 18, and Frieza is their team. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And the point I'm at right now is they there's one fighter left from Universe 7 who's the big antagonist. He's like he's got the most power versus Goku, Vegeta, Frieza, and Seventeen. It's fucking cool. Like just actually. the fact that Seventeen's one of the last remaining ones. Yeah. Like the androids get some great fights in. Because the androids um, are great. Yeah, the androids get some great fights in. Roshi gets a lot of great fights in. Gohan gets a lot of great fights in. That's pretty rad, actually. And just like having Frieza there, like I don't like again. I just jumped in right when the tournament started, and I think they picked Frieza because something happened to Boo. But like just having Frieza there, just like 
Boo probably got great. a tummy ache. I love Boo. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I love Boo. But it's, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite super, uh, Dragon Ball arcs. That sounds actually pretty cool. Uh, as for me, uh, all I've been doing is playing fucking Skyrim. Um, Skyrim? I, I'm i having a weird playthrough with Skyrim because I found a billion quests that I never did in any of my other playthroughs. And it's awesome. There's some of the coolest quests I've ever done in Skyrim. There's one, um, I, I'd heard of it, but I never knew how to activate it. And I activated it by accident. Um, it's the Ethereum quests where you get, you, you help a ghost gather the uh, Ethereum parts. And you get, like, really cool, you, you can only use the Ethereum Forge once. But you can get, like, three really cool items from it. It's like a shield that like automatically has a ward on it like a, a magical ward on it which is fucking cool in itself it blocks magic um you can get a crown that keeps your last research stone or your last uh you know those stones you get that give you powers or a staff that lets you summon fucking dwarven spiders and rolly things and i'm just like give me the staff <laughs> <laughs> like, summon dwarven things yeah i want to summon spiders uh, and, and yeah, I'm just doing like quests that I've never done before, which I'm really enjoying. Um, so I've been playing a lot of that. I, uh, finished and I've talked about it on here before, but I thought it was worth talking about again. I finished channel zero season two, which I watched with the person who just sighed very loudly in the background. Uh, and channel zero season two was fucking incredible. Uh, it's, if you don't know anything about Channel Zero, uh, and you haven't heard me talk about it in the past, it is a sci-fi original series that is based on the creepypastas on the internet that are usually shit. It is based on the more famous ones. Uh, season one is based on, uh, Candle Cove, which is a, a well-known creepypasta. Uh, and season two is based on, uh, No End House, which is also a really well-known spooky spaghetti. Thank you. So, <laughs> if you were going to say it, I was. <laughs> so, that paranormal pie zone. <laughs> paranormal pie. <laughs> like, oh, God. It's, um, that freaky fettuccine. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, a big fan of it. I, I don't think all of season three is out yet. If not, uh, I should check my PlayStation because they're not on anything. I'm actually purchasing them on PlayStation because uh, they're that fucking good. So uh, it, it's season one was definitely, I think, more visually striking. They had a, a monster in it that was made of teeth. That's just cool looking. Uh, but I think season two had the way better story. And, and it was just Way cooler. A lot more meat in your spaghetti. Yeah, there's a lot more meat in my spooky spaghetti. I, yeah, so I, I did, I finished that, but I, I, once again, I just haven't had fucking time to do anything. I I watched that on Sunday with a friend, so I was able to do that. And I just fucking play Skyrim before I go to bed. Uh, and for your weekly future fight updates, we are recording this after the Black Panther update went live, which added... Uh, Black Pan a new skin for Black Panther, which I'll never buy because it's fucking forty bucks. A uh, and then they added uh, Killmonger, Shuri, and Ulysses Claw's characters. Uh, so far having kind of fucked with them, I think Shuri is my favorite of the new characters. She pushes shit in. 
Uh, Killmonger, I think, is kind of boring, just like Black Panther. Uh, he just plays the same. Uh, and Ulysses Claw has some of my favorite animations of any character in the fucking game, but it's just not as... just doesn't put in work. It doesn't do enough damage or yeah. whatever. Uh, and I have my Thanos I now at uh, Four Star Mastery, and I'm working on getting him up. I'm running into a problem where it costs a lot of gold to level up Thanos, and I don't have enough. <laughs> I it, right now to level up half of what I need, I need 2.5 million gold. Jesus, it's insane. And like gold is not. You can technically buy gold, but like it, it's the game isn't designed for you to buy gold. There's plenty of ways to get gold. It just takes a lot of fucking gold to get Thanos. Who's goddamn Thanos? Yeah, but I'm working on him. I'm I'm almost there. I, the highest you can get is six star mastery. He's at four star mastery, so I'm I'm getting there. I have a, a lot of materials, but I just don't have the the funds, which is kind of rough. But I'll do it. I'm I'm working ever so slowly on getting my Thanos. One day. Yeah, and I'm looking gold the distance. And I'm I'm looking forward now to with the Black Panther update. I I don't I suspect we'll get one more update between now and then. But I'm really looking forward to what this game does for Infinity Wars. Yeah, that'll be dope. Considering it's all Marvel characters, like I assure you Thanos is gonna get a new skin. Oh, probably. Like I'm sure, like a majority of them will get new skins. Like Spider Man's gonna get a new skin. Yeah. Uh, they're and they also do these things. They're called. Uh, they used to be called cinematic battles. I think they actually just changed the name with this update, where they're all based on movies. So they have one for Thor Ragnarok still on there, where you like, it, it changes like camera angles and stuff too, which is really neat. But like you play, you have to have the characters at a certain level with, and usually you need their skins or whatever for it. You play, like, as Thor fighting Hulk in the arena. It's really cool. So they just added one for Black Panther, and I'm really looking forward to the Infinity Wars one because there's no way... With a movie as big as Infinity Wars, there's no way you can't do something with that. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm sure they will. But I, I... I'm really looking forward to what they do. I bet you... I'll... I'll I'm, call, I'm saying it now. I think we are going to get... Three skins for uh, the the Infinity War update. I think we are going to get Infinity War Thanos, Spider-Man, and Thor. With the with the one eye and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's not in the game yet. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's kind of similar to... I feel like it's going to be similar to Ragnarok, just... Uh, we'll see. With an uh, eye missing. And... As far as characters, I don't even know what new characters are going to be in there. God, I we don't need new characters. There's yeah, enough characters. Not char- fucking movie. There's going to be enough characters in that movie. But seeing how they're handling the Black Panther update, other than the fact that the Black Panther skin literally costs $40, I and there's no way I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> it's not happening. I mean, you get you get a bunch of stuff with it. You you The skin you get at legendary level, which is the highest level you can get a skin, uh, you have to usually level up skins to that level. Like my uh, Wolverine skin is a legendary, but I leveled up a lot. You don't have to worry about that with this skin. Uh, it comes with a tier two ticket, which you use to tier two your characters, which makes them way better. Um, which is part of the reason I want to get Thanos up so much is because he's a natural tier two. I don't have to tier two him. He just is. Yeah. So 
uh, Adam Warlock is too. There's some characters that are. Uh, weirdly enough, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Cable are all natural tier twos. What? Yeah. Uh, it's because yeah, you get them from they're world bosses. Oh, so that's weird. Uh, the reason they're world bosses is because you have to get Quicksilver to get Cable to get Scarlet Witch, and you need all of them to get Apocalypse. Uh-huh. So you have to have them all maxed out before you can get Apocalypse. Basically, they made Apocalypse the hardest character to get in the game. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm also working on getting Jean Grey, which is like the second hardest character to get in the game because you need to have... Uh, they're not natural tier two, so you need to tier two them. You need to tier two Cyclops, Rogue, Storm... Wolverine, which is a natural tier two, and uh, Magneto. Uh, and once you have them all tier two, do you get uh, Phoenix or Jean Grey, who is also a natural tier two? But yeah, and then the the new original character they have in there, Luna Snow, I have all set to tier two. Uh, I don't have the materials to tier two her because I'm using all because the the same materials are used to. Uh, T2, a character, are also used to upgrade natural tier 2s. So I'm using all those materials on fucking Thanos. So I'm going to just wait until I get a ticket. They give you a ticket at the end of every month. So You got a ticket. <sighs> That's uh, your future fight corner. <laughs> <laughs> because you all care so much. Yes. Um, But yeah, that's that's about it for me. Uh, check us out on social media. We are on both Twitter and Instagram at Navi underscore tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore tales. Send me screenshots of you playing future fight. I, <laughs> <laughs> I need friends. <laughs> you really do. I, I need friends who play future fight. <laughs> no, you just, you just need friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. Love you. Thank God for me. Nick, you have no idea. I know. That's why I'm here. That's why we're here. That's why we're all here. Your fucking gushes. Cheers. Comma, 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 chameleon. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, Patty punted her new puppy right in the penis. You want to play back at that? <laughs> no, I'm good. I know what it sounds like. You sure? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Professional testing. <laughs> I mean, we can get it. That, that'd be fine. And I can eat some gushers in the meat. So how'd my piece sound? Fine. They sounded fine. They sounded I, great. I finally got a pop filter. They sounded filtered. They sounded like I actually had a pop filter for once. Beautiful. Oh, man. Well, that sounded lovely. Mm. Really, really pays to have a five dollar pop filter that I could have ordered at any time mm -hmm. and just hadn't because I'm me mm -hmm. and why is the reason I remember to order it this time because I yelled at you for the 50th time
Yeah, but you yell at me while we're recording, usually. This time you yelled at me while I was on Amazon. (laughs) I was browsing Amazon, and he goes, he just texted me out of the blue, buy a fucking pop filter. And I was like, he knew. While I was editing. And I was like, this is shit, this shit's ridiculous, it's getting ridiculous. If it sounds like we're chewing, it's because I have fruit gushers. Because I have the palate of a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. And fruit gushers are the Tide Pods of the candy world. Some uh, eating gushers ASMR for you. <laughs> <laughs> you find people out there. In the eating out- gushers ASMR. Best outtakes. Gushers ASMR. <laughs> Let me just... Someone's moist. <laughs> There's no way. Can you feel the liquid? The cherry red liquid. Oh. <laughs> Link's gonna join us. Uh, which Link? There's uh, more than one. Uh, and canonically, there's uh, more than one Link. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear. You didn't. You didn't hear it, but I pushed back my glasses. I pushed back my imaginary glasses because I don't have glasses. There's uh, more than one Link. Uh, so which Link is this? You can move it more than that, Casey. It's God not going to bite you, it's just a backpack. On our table right now. What is this? Hi. It's a new one. It's not super hot. <laughs> the fuck did you give me? Am I going to die now? <laughs> the fuck? Cherry mocha. What? Is that coffee? Cordial cherry. It is coffee. It's decaf. I don't know how you drink fucking decaf. I have a heart condition. All right. Cherry coffee? Yeah. It's like the cordial cherries. I don't know if... I don't know. That's just... I've had enough caffeine today to kill a man that's lesser than me. Josh, we need to try your coffee out, by the way. I'm... Megan cannot have that coffee. No, she cannot. I don't think you can have that coffee. I want to try that coffee. I bought him coffee for Christmas called Death Wish coffee and it is one cup of this coffee is equivalent to about six energy drinks uh probably about 10 cups of coffee and like a couple of those energy shots oh yeah you'd be fucked and that's just like one cup of this coffee jesus yeah dude i haven't made any of it yet i feel like you would have told me if you did dude (laughs) you're like i just had this coffee oh my god you could hear me like Pull up the arms on whatever table I'm sitting at. You just hear the jitter in your voice of. I could hear you shaking from my house. <laughs> Not saying, and just like. We had a lot of fun. They had a special machine at Jordan's that we never knew about that we really cool. Just check my pressure points. If the recipe's the best bed. Pardon? Yeah, you lay on this thing. Did you get like. <laughs> did you get like. molested there? <laughs> Was Jordan there? <laughs> it was solid. You done eating fucking gushers yet? No. I hate you. I know. I'm doing it slow <laughs> on purpose. <laughs>